four, five, six, seven. It's a miracle. Eight, and it's all in order. There you go. All straightforward. Now I don't have to like go through my notebook like a choose-your-own-adventure novel. Hello, and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. I'm Darren. In this podcast, we like to discuss puzzle games and puzzling movies. Today, it is a puzzle game that is called Aporia, Beyond the Valley. It came out in July of 2017. It's published by Green Man Gaming. Yeah. Yeah. They must have thrown some cash at them to get it. Get started. Developer, investigate north. It's an interesting game to explain. There are some puzzles in it. Some of them are very confusing, so confusing I didn't know how to start them. Some are really obvious. I think the real strength of this game is just how big the world feels, how much exploration you get to do, and the mystery, the kind of puzzle that is the story. I don't think it's that mysterious. I think I started to catch on fairly early on to most of the story. But I think it's well done. I think that the way that they tell it is very interesting. But I can't really get into the story, obviously, until the spoiler section. So what did you think of it? I liked it. Um, Yeah, I thought it was a really nice kind of scratches the the mist itch. It's a very pretty game to look at. But yeah, I mean, I like the story. I like the idea because I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for mist, as you well aware. And this is this is a very mist-like game. It's like a you're set in a. There's been a disaster. You're all alone. It's lonely. It's all of those things that are are mist-like. And yeah, the puzzles, like you said, some of them are yeah fairly straightforward. Some of them you're just like, what the hell am I supposed to be doing? Um, and there's no, there's zero hand-holding throughout the whole thing. Even the map, which we'll talk about later, was very confusing for me. I was lost, man. I have a very, what I think is a funny note about that, <laughs> that we'll get to later. I like the game. I think it's worth playing. It is pricey. For what it is, I think it is. Especially for us, being as cheap as we are. I got it for four bucks, so I'm not complaining. It's roughly, what is it, $19 a base? So even half off, I played it in eight hours and that was going through it kind of slowly and looking for extra stuff because I knew we were going to be talking about it here. I could have finished it at least a couple hours faster. I was messing around trying to find stuff for a bonus puzzle that I knew I didn't need. So up to you. I think you will be able to find it on a deal if you want to wait around for it. I think... The beauty, the way that the story is told through bits of animation, there are a lot of little things that make this game worth playing, but for me, I'd be a bit disappointed at the full 19. Fair enough. (coughs) Drink. (laughs) With that, I don't think that there's much else we can say, and uh, it's probably time to get into the spoiler section. I wrote down a lot of notes for this, but I'm not exactly sure that it will work well, given that the long walk, the chapter in which basically you wander around for ages and ages and ages, some stuff is done in order and some stuff is very random. You can do it whenever you want. So beware that the game order I played it in is not the game order that you probably played it in or that our listeners have played it in. 
but these are the way my notes go. And you have your notes as well, in order. So, Well, my, in my order. So, yeah, we'll see. We open with a beautiful backward shot of sunset in the forest. I mean, it could be sunrise, but in my <laughs> head is sunset. We wake in what I refer to as a ritual chamber. Mm-hmm. I believe our symbol near our tub, our crypt, or whatever we want to call it, yeah. our tub of goo. I just looked at it as the thing from the Matrix, like the battery thing, basically. Except in reverse. Yeah, it's not a battery. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a cryo chamber, basically. Yes. Yeah. So it's probably more like the one from Aliens. Yeah. Or is it? Because I'm pretty sure that you have to die to go into this. Oh, no, definitely not. I don't think so. No? No. We'll get to that probably very soon. But Or we can talk about it right now. Like No, that, that's okay. We can get to it later. But that's my understanding. We get out of this glowing yellow liquid that we're going to become very, very familiar with. Yep. I wander around the room for nothing, basically. Except I do get to see all the other images of the other people that would be in this chamber. And the poor guy that's crushed next to us. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of bodies and skeletons, so... After a while, they get rushed There's a rock falling onto the tub of one of the other wardens, basically. Okay. Interesting that you used the word warden. I didn't use that for a very, very long time. I didn't use it either. It was all priests to me. It was all the red priest, the sun priest, the hammer priest. Yeah, at the end, you're like, oh. One I got completely wrong because of the symbol. Right, because they're very similar. Well, no. uh, The, I believe it's the hunter. The hunter and Has an arrow. But I thought it was a fish. Right. So for yeah. <laughs> the longest time, I called him the fish guy. The fish guy. <laughs> it's only known to us because of the cards, right? Is that where you found it? And the achievements. Is yeah. it in the achievements uh, as well? When okay. you complete the game, it's like, nice job, warden, or something like that, it says, yeah. But I had no idea. I just knew that I must be part of some sort of religion or mm. cult or political group. I didn't know at this point, right? Yeah. It's very early. You basically get a vial of the yellow liquid. It's kind of sitting there. It's like a glow stick, basically. And this will become your best friend. I used it to light up a dark corner, realized that it started to fade, and quickly put it away. Yeah, like, no, I need that. It's a bit scary how fast it can drain. There's not a lot of areas, really, that you would need light for, though. Like, they've made it... they. In the tunnels, maybe. They made it look as though you need to use it, but then most of the time, maybe my brightness is set too high. And possibly, so. possibly, because, yeah, you know my screen's pretty dark, but I, in the kind of tutorial area, there's a part where they actually tell you how to light up the glow stick, and and basically in that room, you get two more potions to drink to fill it back up anyway, which is weird, because I always figured that you were pouring it into the glow stick, but... The achievement for that is called, like, alcoholic or something like that, where you have to... It seems like you're actually drinking those potions. And the, it's getting the energy from you somehow? I don't know. Yeah, that's that's weird. And that's something... Because when you see the skeletons as well, they've got the bottles in their hands. And they're, they're, they're like, dead. At the, there's, there's, like, a, an area in the tutorial area that I just would describe as a bar. It's got two skeletons. And they're both clutching those potion bottles in their hands. Right. And then... The achievement says, yeah, like imbiber or alcoholic or something like that. And it's like, find, consume all the potions in that area. Which is like, were they actually drinking these? Because that can't be good for you. Well, but it can. 
Yeah, well, no, it can for if you drink, if you eat the herb that is grown from the from the light. But maybe they took it a step further. But that's all story that I think probably will say for the okay. end because I've got a whole slew of stuff to say about what's gonna what I think the story is about. About okay, basically, you need to. Well, there's a tapestry that shows people constructing a city. You place the light on this little podium, and you get to see animation. Who, in my notes, I refer to as the Birdman is actually the Death Warden. Death Warden, yeah. And the Death Warden basically makes the lantern fuel. He gives it to another character. All the people now have these lanterns, and they go to a temple, and they open a door, which is good indication that you're going to have to use this to open doors. Yeah, basically. A lot. So, I mean, again... what I got from this part was, okay, so the, the Death Warden is kind of like the smart guy of the group. And uh, he's when he's not taking care of the, the last rites of people and stuff, he's inventing stuff. And so he discovered that if you mine this mineral, this yellow stone, you can transform it into a liquid. And then if you use that liquid, you can create light with it. And it's like, oh, that's nifty. But then what he does is he, yeah, so he's like, oh, look, I've, I've invented a way. I think he invents the way. It's like, I've invented a way to use this stick to open doors. Now we can seal off stuff and we can lock stuff away. And yeah, this is pretty neat. And then, then he continues to experiment. And as we go through the story, we get to the next part. Yeah, that's, uh, so that's it. We've got a lot of doors to open. And every every warden has their little sigil, which is their own personal door into the valley, I guess. And that's what we have to do is unlock all of these doors and find all the sigils. That's interesting that they all would have a door into the valley. I don't think that's necessarily the case, but I suppose that comes a bit later. Mm. We basically have to open a giant door now. It's pretty easy to do. You put it into the... I don't know. How do we refer to this podium as different than the other? It's another door opening... Joystick. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You put it in. You move it to the direction you need it to be. Mm. It's not really a puzzle yeah it's like you it's almost like you're just connecting the dots on like an electrical grid isn't it it's like you run electricity into this podium and then you push the direction north south east west of which way you want that electricity to kind of continue and so yeah you feed it into the door and that's that's the crux of all the puzzles in the game is which is getting that charge to the door that you're trying to open i guess and it drains about half your fluid pretty much every yeah. time and i love the sound that you it, the game makes when you consume them I just love that, like the pop in the cork off and <laughs> it's such a good sound. Very, what's the word? Soothing. I don't know. It's a nice sound. <laughs> this is your Aporia ASMR? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In fact, even in my notes at this point, I ask myself, is it wasteful to use now? Because I find a small vial to refill the one that I have already and I find three more. Mm. But as I found later, I... I'm going to start using them up because there's a door. There's like a trap door in the floor that I have to open up as well. So I do have to start using them, but I didn't need three, which made me a bit worried that I was either missing something or that I would have to come back here way later in the game. Right. But I think, I don't know. Is it even possible to come back to this no, part No, because you got to jump off that ledge to get down. I don't th- I think that's a point of no return. But yeah, the tutorial area basically teaches you everything that you need in the game. It teaches you how to swim. It teaches you how to pull on ropes to move yourself up and down. And obviously, it later. doesn't really teach you how to swim, does it? I mean, I mean, you get to, but you get. I mean, you learn how to swim. It doesn't teach you anything. The game doesn't teach you anything. Yeah, but you learn 
all the basic mechanics. Walking, going upstairs, pulling levers, pulling ropes to move an elevator, um, and swimming and consuming potions. Lighting the darkness, putting the joystick in the console to move it around. Done. It's like, yep, that's it. On you go. Bye-bye. At this point, I noted the fact that there were a lot of skeletons, but... The further you go in the game, the more skeletons you're going to see. They're all over the place. And they died pretty suddenly as well. Like, there's mothers, I assume, clutching babies. There's people just dropped dead in the middle of doing things, you can tell. It's uh, quite an abrupt abrupt end to most of the villagers' lives in this, in this place. One podium control, the door doesn't work, so you have to find another path to, as you said, get the energy to go from one place to another so that we can use the podium. There's a point here where I jumped off of a height to (laughs) see if I would get hurt, and I definitely did. And it's a bit of a shock in this part to do that because you don't get any sort of health regeneration at all for a while yet in the game. So from this point on, I was at about, I think, half health for a while. (laughs) Uh, I got to a door, it opened, there are more skeletons inside, there's a rope and a platform. This is very awkward at first, figuring out how to use ropes for maneuvering around the game. How did you feel about this? Uh, fine. Again, it's quite intuitive with keyboard and mouse for me. May, may, did you play with controller? I did. Yeah, I, I can see maybe why that was awkward. But Well, there was a part where it said press Y to do something, but Y is just the map. So I don't know, so I don't know why it was telling me to bring up the map at that point. Uh, well... This isn't working. There is some weird thing. So I was frustrated saying it's not working, it's not working. But then I just played around with the buttons and I figured it out. It's amazingly fluid and real the way you have to keep grabbing the rope and moving. Not as much, I think, for an elevator where it's slow. But when you're later going across the river and you have it... Flying across. (laughs) Yeah, if you keep grabbing and moving and moving and moving, it feels very real in a way I haven't seen this kind of thing done before. At first, I was doing just like I was at the elevator, you know. Slowly, slowly. Move, move, and just kind of jerking along slowly. But once I thought, well, how fast can I make this go? It's very fast. It was really good. Yeah, you can't make the elevator go that fast, though, unfortunately, because that would be quite fun. (laughs) (laughs) You'd launch into space. The the glass elevator, yeah. I I think that it works very well. It's just a bit confusing about how to figure it out the first go-around. This isn't a tablet game, is it? No, no. This is, I mean, the thing is, the thing that struck me as weird about this is this is a CryEngine game. So this is like, this is like running on the CryEngine, which is why it's so pretty and it's got all these really cool lighting effects. The CryEngine was what made Crisis. Yeah. They, they, when you bought a new PC, it was like, well, can it run Crisis? Right. That was your benchmark. Um, and so like, yeah, using the CryEngine for like a first person adventure game, exploration game is maybe a bit overkill, but it is very pretty, and like you said, it's got some really smooth mechanics to it. It flows very nice. But yeah, I guess the CryEngine was pretty popular with like indie developers at some point, and I suppose it still is. Uh, we've seen a lot of those bundles on like Humble there doing a lot of CryEngine stuff. So but yeah, so the, the elevator that you're talking about, and then the map, just as we're on the map. Well, you get a little tiny map Yeah, a square of it. And I hated this map for the entire game. <laughs> I referred to this map in my notes as being like a map you would get at an amusement park yeah but there's no you are here sign that's the problem yes so that's an issue but also i found 
it just gives you a general idea of where things are. It doesn't really, it's not a roadmap. It doesn't really lay out your path. There's a lot of it that just seems a bit vague. This is the kind of map I would draw for myself. This is not the kind of map I would expect anyone to actually follow. Exactly. And that's the thing. It's like, and I, I can't, I don't want to say I hated the map and blah, blah, blah. Because I, in, <laughs> Even in, though you already in, did. You know, I already have. But because by the end of the map, and so by the end of the game, when it finally clicked, it's like, oh, right, now I get it. And I'm not, I'm not that much of an idiot anymore. Um, but yeah, when you first get it, you're just like, okay, where am I? I can't, there's no X marks the spot on this map. So it's, it's a real map. It's like, imagine I gave you a map of somewhere you'd never been before. And you're, here you go, Justin, you figure it out. And like, what? I don't even know. But then once you start looking around, you notice there are landmarks. And the one main landmark was that kind of time zone, the blue stone place. The Stonehenge kind of thing. Once you find that, you're like, okay. And you're like, yeah, okay. Now I know where I am. And you can kind of orient, orient yourself um, a little bit better. A but, little bit, though. I still was... Very befuddled. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's it's definitely not the easiest map to use, but it is a real map. You know, like you said, it's it's a hand drawn just sketch of the area, more or less. And like, yeah, you deal with this. After that, I get a bracelet. I guess it's a bracelet where this is the thing that's going to allow me to go into specific doors. Oh, was that a bracelet? I thought that was like a. A thing that you attached onto your light stick so that you could shine those it could be. onto I didn't thing. know. Yeah. We don't actually get to see it animated and used. Uh, so, uh, Yeah, because it's a circle. I think it's like a, th- a thing that goes on your tube, basically, and then you rotate it because you can get to choose your sigils and you shine them against the wall to open the doors. Okay. That makes a bit more sense because I was imagining my character taking each bracelet off and on no. to, <laughs> is it to make one? it work. No. Is it this one? No. <laughs> we're by the hammer door. Now, this is where I jumped down too quick. So I think there was still a bit that I didn't explore, but I don't think I really needed to. And point of no return. So you use your puzzle piece to complete the picture, essentially, like you were saying. You choose your sigil and then you line it up. Yep. It's, I mean, do we even call this a puzzle at this point? Not really. I mean, to be honest, there were some doors that confused me. I was like, it's not this one. It's not this one. It could be that one. It's almost that one, but it's not. And then it was at that point where I was like, okay, I haven't actually found this piece yet. Now I got to go and find it. Right. Off I go again. There's an animation point here where the Death Warden counsels the, as I put, the star person. This is the Light Warden. This is who we are. But we don't know that at this point, right? I mean, you could have put it together, I suppose. I mean, you wake up in the chamber, it's right behind you with a picture and a sigil and everyone else is laid out as well. I mean, it's pretty obvious to me, I think. It is and it isn't. Because we don't at this point know what's going on in the story. So there are multiple things that could be happening here. One, we could have been regenerated in somebody else's place, which could mean... Anybody could be regenerated in a specific place or that we are to be the next Light Warden and possibly this is our initiation. I didn't know at this point who we were, so I didn't assume who we were. We don't get to see ourselves, but by the end, yes, we know. There's basically a dead body in a boat, similar Viking funeral without the fire. Mm Mm-hmm. He kind of makes something, there's like an old man who's sick, but then healthy again because he's drank this potion, right? Yeah, he basically grows this this thing, 
this plant and then he can make that into a potion. Because yeah, the, the way later on you, you can like speed grow vines and stuff like that and you can grow the plant out of soil, out of nothing. So it's like, this light is very special. And so yeah, he grows the plant. It's like, well, this guy's going to die anyway. Um, uh, let's, let's give it a shot. And it works. They find a miracle cure. Not only does it cure him, but it seems to like make him make young, him again. young again. Yeah. There's a point here where I found what I refer to as lava, but I don't think that's what it is. I don't think so, but yeah, I, 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 when I first saw them, I was scared to walk on them. Well, so, as you should be, because it hurts. But yeah, it's like, yeah, lava fields or something like that. It does look like that. But this is where I finally got to use the plant light or the the, oh, yeah, the, the glow thing to make the plants so that I could get some health back. There is a waterfall, and <laughs> I wrote that I'm too scared to cross the water. <laughs> because it's... You come across, there's basically the Swiss family Robinson home across the way. Mm. And right next to you is a waterfall. If you step in and it takes you, you're basically going right over the edge immediately. That's an achievement. And of course, you found it, right? (laughs) You have to wander around here a bit. You find torches, not really torches, but lanterns that you can light. Which is an achievement. It doesn't really do anything else as far as I could see. No. I mean, what it does do is because like what we talked about with the map is so kind of big. It's not really that big, but it's very samey and you find yourself backtracking. this one isn't as big, but the main section is. Yes, but once you get into those areas, lighting them, and I chose not to light some as well, but when you light them... You kind of know where you've been. Yes. That's that's all that they helped me with. I agree, and I was doing that as well. Here's where I think that I found my first, what did you call it? Like a gas pit or something? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's a, it's a mining. It's, it's where they're mining these yellow rocks from. And so, which is kind of ironic that the the rock that gives them eternal life, essentially, is also the cause of their death in the end. And it's like causing all this pollution. It's like it comes at a price. So it's like they're mining these yellow rocks, but as they're overmining them or like they're, they're severely polluting the land and like yeah these gas pits are just like they're fracking their earth basically it seems like i don't think that it's a mine because or maybe it's where they smelt the the, the, that is more what i think that they're doing yeah yeah and so basically you have to walk across that would that would make sense why there's a lid on top of it yeah there's probably a smelter then yeah you have to walk across scorched earth drop the lid on it to stop the gas from escaping and then everything magically comes back Super regenerative, man, yeah. There's a huge flask of glowing liquid, which made me very happy. Yeah. But tap, unfortunately, tap it is not unlimited. No. <laughs> as I had originally thought it would be. Yeah, so the river is the is the area that you're on. Yes. And that yeah, that's the, 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 the flying river boat ride that you take across there. Wee. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I love this treehouse area. This is pretty cool. Like It's very pretty to look at. It um, is. You get to climb up and around. This is where you get to find levers for the first time and figure out how to use those. You're basically, yeah, walking all around, looking. There are hidden areas that you have to walk around and jump down to where you can get bonus things like bonus flasks. And after you accomplish that, you get to the kind of stone stairs area where you light one lantern and Everything in this little area lights up. It's really beautiful. We get another animation here. The Life Warden uses a special 
fruit to heal all. So that special fruit that we've used to regenerate ourselves, everybody is eating this, staying young. Uh, but this is basically after she brings it to the council. So the Death Warden gave it to her, she brings it to them, and then they go nuts with it. They basically start farming They give stuff. it to every man and his dog is what I wrote down. Yeah, even kids are taking it, and that was kind of like a bit weird. Well, that's where the Death Warden is very mad. Yeah, and I get it, because, you know, he's obviously upset that it's it's kind of taking his job away in a sense isn't it um and not just that i mean i guess he would see it as it's, it's disturbing the natural order and it's like and it's his fault you know he discovered it and he's probably got a lot of guilt now kind of screwed himself over a bit the um, child's mother is scolding him as well yeah get out of here and death Warren just kind of scolds off yeah this, this this bit i don't know why i just thought interview with a vampire with kirsten dunst at this point you know like just keeping this poor kid like seven years old for a hundred years. And then this is the part that you get to is like, I'm starting to think now, is this like a drug as well? Is it addictive? Is it like, is it something that, like I said, we've got, everyone well, has this. And, youth is addictive. Yeah, right? exactly. So I wouldn't choose to grow old if I could put eat this fruit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I like the way the story builds up. It's definitely, it's, it's, very minimal, but it's it's only like what is it four panels per part that you get basically. It depends like, on the story. Sometimes it's three. Yes, it's like three or four. Panels sometimes it's more. There was one I think where you actually got six, oh, and you okay. had to keep turning around again. Yeah. <laughs> Here's where we learn to grow vines to climb. There's an open pool area and some murals depicting marriage and death. We find a disc with a glowing blue section under the water. You need to find some more. You're, uh, this is where it's swimming, this is the first time where I realized swimming can hurt you if you stay under the water too long. Yeah. Which is realistic, but irritating. And so I had to heal again. Here's a mirror and image puzzle that I understand, but I didn't quite get when I was doing it. Underneath the water, there are symbols. Oh, I know the place here. There's like, the Templar with like the four pools. Yes. Right. Did you swim under to... Find all the images. Yeah. I saw that they were there. Didn't really make note of what they were. Figured I would come back to them later. Ah, uh, okay. Found the mirror thing. Played around with it. And one of them started to glow. <laughs> and then I went, well, maybe I can just push my way through this one. And I did. It was very really? easy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because once I realized what the pictures were doing, it was very simple. There are only three categories. Yeah, not much. I mean, I think even when I did it the first time, uh, I think I just went underneath and I got the first one. Um, and then once you get the first one, you can just blast through the other two randomly almost. It's just like, well, it can only be, there's only like 16 other combinations it could be done. It was, I think, even easier for me. I think the the only one I didn't quite understand at the outset was the one I think that represents the sun. But I understood where the person and the plant related were so i just need to figure out the last one. Oh, are they actually in a logical combination i don't remember it's a kind of the oedipus rex riddle about aging basically so there's like a baby there's a uh, okay full-grown man <clears throat> there's an old man right and i think there's a dead man something like that it pretty obvious and then the flowers match pretty easily right it's the other one that i didn't quite get but i was able to push my way through very easily, so easily I felt a bit disappointed. Like it, <laughs> it's a puzzle, but not much of one. Yeah, 
So then we get into the catacombs. Right. So the arches in the mist. You have to walk up to a glowing altar, put your glow stick on it, and there's a kind of time where your vision goes blurry. You end up having to go into this catacombs, I think you were saying, underneath the ground, which I was a bit worried that I again jumped before I should have. <laughs> but there are vines here that you can get out of. There's a ghost person shape that's staring down at you from the top of the stairs. Yep. Did you notice the skeleton that actually is like looking down at his own his own corpse and then lies down on top of his own skeleton? Say that again. There's like a, a, a you know, like the glowing little ghost guys, yeah? Like the they've got the little sparkly kind of outlines. He's kind of looking down at his skeleton on the ground and then he's like, aw, and then he just kind of lies down and like on top of his own skeleton like he's wanting to go home kind of thing. It was kind of sad. Okay. <laughs> you find a new symbol to open a new door, and you are now into the section called A Long Walk. This is the main section of the game. This is the huge exploration everything. So Yeah, this is like our main hub now, isn't it? More or less. Which you know that your chapter is finished because it cuts to the next part. And you turn around and everything's caved in <laughs> mysteriously. <laughs> You're in a huge room full of tubs of goo, is what I said. Though even at this point, I suspected that there were bodies inside, since that's where we woke up. It's huge. I thought maybe it was called a long walk because it took a long time to walk across this chamber. But I was so totally underestimating the game at this point. Yeah, you were. <laughs> you end up in a giant... Another kind of giant chamber. There is basically like two giant rooms. The other room has a huge disc door with hourglass symbols and all sorts of other things, but only a little bit is lit up. There is a corpse putting a piece into a podium, a dais, and basically you're you're on your way now. So you have to find all the pieces for this. There are also four chests and a what we will know is the skull door off to the side. We won't be able to get into that for some time. Yep. And a teleportation circle, luckily. Because otherwise, it'd be an even longer walk. Yeah, that would be a real pain in the butt, actually. I'm very happy about the automatic fast travel in this game. It was very welcome. I didn't know where to go at this point. So luckily, they've given us a ghost shape to lead us to the <laughs> other end of the hall where now there's a door I didn't see before or at least it's open and it wasn't before. Right. We get a, another animation. The tubs are now confirmed as coffins in this animation. The Death Warden puts people in them and in the field, the Death Warden is offered the special fruit but won't take it. Yeah. He sees the cities rise. Uh, Life Warden offers him the fruit Drink, I refer to it as the fruit drink. Death refuses again, grows old, no more death. Gets on a boat, says, I'm out of here. Yeah, I still don't see them as coffins. I see those those people are living or they've been knocked out and put in. They're, they're preserving the human race, basically. I don't think they're dead. I mean, they're using this, this elixir to just keep people alive indefinitely. Like, you're just like, because all the earth has been screwed up by pollution and it's all uninhabitable, basically. They're living in the trees at one point. That's one of their solutions is to move up into the trees. Their next solution is to move up into the next section of the valley with all like the mirrors and stuff that we'll get to later. 
and then they keep on moving beyond the valley, beyond the valley, which is why I think the name is called that. Um, and what this chamber is is like, okay, <laughs> we'll we'll preserve you, and then once we've f- f- figured out a solution to all this, we're going to wake you up again. And that's what that, and that's essentially exactly what you do at the end. I think all of this stuff is still the valley. We get an achievement at the end that basically says you made it beyond the valley. So I think that this is all still part of the valley and but I think we are stuck there. What I'm saying is 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 true though. Like they're not coffins. They're not dead. They're definitely not dead. They're they're very much alive and will remain alive inside like as as in stasis until I don't understand this animation up. then. They send a body to the other side and he puts them in. Well, I mean, you got to go into it. Like I don't I mean it's all stick figures and they they're, they're not like animated is like he's putting a body in yeah it's not i mean not like a dead body he's just putting a person in it like they're not dead i really don't think they're dead but okay fair enough then why would you send them to the death warden because he's the one that maybe would take care of that anyway like i don't think they're like he's the guy that puts people in chambers like in maybe they are coffins but they've been repurposed it doesn't make sense if they're dead because if they if you can bring people back from the dead then Maybe that's what they do. Maybe that is what their culture but does. But we've been shown that that's not the case. You have to be alive to receive the medicine, like to, to stay young. It doesn't make any sense otherwise. Swings and roundabouts here, it's, it's really not that important. This animation comes before others. If and we're they, assuming yeah. that the animations are in order, which they, they should be. But they're not. But they should be at this point at least. Because we have been directed to this and we can't get to the other ones until after we get to this one. So maybe they aren't in order. But if they're not, that's very confusing in a story where we aren't actually told and we have to put it all together. I'm pretty sure they're not in order because they send the Death Warden away at one point and then he comes back and they're all mixed up. Like, he he comes back like three times at some point. Like, he's there, he's not there, and then he's back there again. Like, I definitely don't think they're in order. I think it's supposed to be confusing. I think the only one that's really out of order is the last one, and that's because you find the quote-unquote real story behind everything but Mm. all right we go out here's our huge area to explore i don't know if i want to spend a lot of time on this one it's a big area but there's not really a lot to say about it there's the time the time wheel which is fun but i don't really know what it's for there is one puzzle that you have to see at night Night. that's the only yeah i mean if the whole thing is for that then that's overkill (laughs) there are two other puzzles i don't i didn't even know how to start and okay. so I thought they might be time-based as well, but I don't know because I didn't solve them. Yes, the, the, the moon one is the one you're talking about. Yes, yeah. you definitely have to be for that. And most of these things are to get shards to open some mosaic door, mm. which I still had six to go. You were like one or I've two away. One, yeah, I've got just a couple to go. but I'm... So I don't know. I'm not really in a rush to go back and explore just to find them, in particular because... You asked me at one point, how many of the gas pits have you closed? And I said, only one. And because you said that, I started, and then, like, as you sent that message, I found another one. Mm. And then I found another one. And I started closing them all because I thought you were suggesting I should, when really you were probably suggesting I shouldn't. Was I? Why? Why would I say that? Death. So death, as a ghost, starts to appear. Mm -hmm. Now, when I had only closed one, it appeared, just kind of stood in front of me, and then went away. When I closed four, he was on me all the time. Now, maybe it's just coincidence because I was still progressing the game as well. So maybe there's a point in the game where he just starts doing that. 
But it seemed to me, the more I closed off those death pits, the more he just seemed to just irritatingly be on top of me all the time. Because yeah. I think well, what I found was if you loiter in a certain area for a long time, he comes. If you... Yeah, that, that was my one thing that I noticed. Like, if I stayed in an area, he would always appear. The only reason the death pit, like, the, the gas pits, if you... If you don't close them, then at the end of the game, your ending is different. If you close them, you get another ending. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's well, not much different. It's the same ending with a little bit tacked on. All right. Well, we'll talk about that at the end then. I didn't realize that. There is the water section. You basically the have aqu- to... The aqueduct? Yeah. You have to find a semi-hidden area, which I found right away. That didn't seem too hard. I basically just had to pull sticks out of a group of rocks so that the water could fill and fill and fill. I just, I had literally the day before I played this, watched a video talking about puzzles we've seen too often in games and water level rising was, (laughs) I think the first one. (laughs) And this one, it's not, again, it's not really a puzzle. The puzzle comes when you actually have the water working and you have to move the water in a way where it gets to the end. But, The only confusing part for me was a part where I had the water set up to move a particular way, but for some reason it didn't. I think that there was a bit of a bug, and I feel like the water wasn't flowing the way it was supposed to in that time. But when I came back and turned the valve all the way around again, then it suddenly seemed to work like it was supposed to. And then from that point on, it was pretty straightforward. I mean, I suppose if you don't figure out that you need to pick up the weights. I like the the aqueduct itself. It looks beautiful and you get to walk through it as well, which is kind of cool. What I don't like about this area is if you fall into the water, at some points you can't get out. I don't know if you noticed that. There's some trenches of water that if you, not in the actual aqueduct part, but outside of that where there's like rivers and stuff that feed into it. Uh, if you fall into those rivers, you have to basically swim the entire way around to, to a place where you got to get out. You cannot just get out. That's a pain in the, but but no, the, the aqueduct puzzle looks pretty, but it doesn't make any sense because an aqueduct's meant to feed water to places, but these don't seem to go anywhere. It's like, well, it goes to a collective pool. It goes to that pool for that puzzle. Um, it's a lot of work for for that, but okay, maybe that was the whole point. Like maybe they won't know how to turn valves. I, I just, I, like you said, it's a simple puzzle. I don't see how this is supposed to protect this piece of the sigil like very effectively. And also, oh, but I don't think it's designed for that. I think. That the aqueduct is probably designed, if we're to look at it that way, it was designed to be useful for a pool for people. Mm. But so I think that the little dead end sections are where people will collect drinking water, mm. and the big section would be a place for bathing, perhaps, right. where the water is at its end. I could be wrong, but. But also, when you get into that place where you have to pull the, like basically unlock the dams, it's like you wouldn't have ever done that if you hadn't automatically broken the bridge fallen in like oh they timed that one well <laughs> otherwise you just walk in and walk back out again like okay that was that was very convenient for the bridge to break at that point there's lots of other little things to find in this area you can find a glass shard for the mosaic you can find more vials of glowing liquid you can also as i found hop over a wall and end up on the other side, the main area where the 
blue Stonehenge thing is. <laughs> Where I thought I had found a secret area, a new area, no. but no, I was just back to where I was before. And I hadn't completed the aqueduct thing yet, so, so I had, had to, to go back. back I just reloaded. Reloaded. Yeah. It was so much faster than walking <laughs> all the way around again. What do you, what do you have next? Well, so have? basically, we get, uh, once we get that piece, we are transported back to the kind of the the hub with all the caskets and stuff of all the people in stasis. Uh, we put that in and it activates uh, one of the sigils in the big kind of vault door. We do get another slideshow here and this is the one where we kind of find out that overuse of the elixir also leads to death. Um, the villagers exile the the raven man, the, the, the exile the death warden. And it's at this point I was like, but I thought you already left. And this is why they're not in order already because He'd already gone, and then they, and then in this one they're exiling him. So wait, why are you saying that overuse kills? I have one where there's a sick boy, but the fruit doesn't seem to save him. Is that is that the one where there's a guy crawling and he basically evaporates into that black mist? No, this one's about a sick boy, like a young boy. Okay, yeah. So the sick kid dies, and I think it's. As we see later, it, it might be from the overuse of this of this new medicine. Um, it basically fills you full of poison, and then eternal life comes at a price, basically. Um, right, yeah. See, I have that as the next one. Right. Yeah, so the council basically sends the Death Warden away, but the Life Warden follows the Death Warden, which will tie very into the next animation i think that we get oh yeah so this was a problem yeah because i found the next bit of the sigil i open a door and it just takes me back into the same area and i'm like oh man it's, what am i supposed to be doing you know because i i thought oh, this is gonna take me to a new area I, I thought i'd explored all that is this the one that gives you the shortcut to the mosaic yeah yeah and I'm, like, oh, I'm, so, I'm, I'm in the same area but it means i've it means i've missed something and i thought i'd explored pretty much everything but no 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 there's still stuff that i haven't even found yet like even looking through my achievements, like the the four pillars, it's like I didn't even see the four pillars. I think maybe you did the four pillars. The one I saw is a five pillar puzzle that five, I maybe five pillars. I couldn't figure out. But yet. you found it at least. I didn't even find that man. Uh, I don't even know where it is. So I didn't explore as good as I thought I did. Um, but yeah, when this door opens, I'm like, okay, new area. Here we go. It's like no, I'm back to the same point. I can see the the blue time stone thing over there. It's like great. There's, I think the, when you get the leaf symbol that you can go into a section and it's, it warns you, you don't want to go here unless you're ready. Once you go beyond this, there's no turning back. And this is really confusing because this is just a section that yes, you can't come back from until you finish solving it, but you do come back. So I don't know why they were so set to warn you that you can't come back from this spot. This is where I sent you a message saying, I don't think I'm ready to get to the end because there are about five major doors I haven't encountered yet. I don't even remember that bit, man. Is that, it, is that the bit when you get the boat to the... Yeah. No. Well, this is the part where you're going to end up in the light and mirrors garden where you have to do all of that stuff. The game warns you don't, you won't be able to come back from this. From Final Fantasy games... If they say you won't be able to come back, that means you are at the last castle. And once you enter, you are stuck there. Yeah. So that is what I thought this make, was. Make a new save. <laughs> exactly. So that's what I did. Is I That's what I did. I saved it. I went beyond. Went, 
okay, well, that's a bit weird. Maybe I should go back. And I wandered around this area for a lot longer than I really needed to. I could have jumped right into this and progress my story along. So in the cave, you get an animation of people happy, the death gas appears, the council leaves people to die, basically. At least that's the way I yep. interpreted it. Uh, me too. Oh, this puzzle. <laughs> I hate this puzzle. I, I don't like it that much either. I don't think it works the way it's supposed to. This is my feeling based on after the credits, you get an image of the way this puzzle is supposed to work. And I didn't get that. Okay, explain, because I haven't watched the credits for at least Okay, so we are talking here about the cave, this kind of dark temple. There are rocks you have to find to weigh the different platforms to jump across. Yep. That part, pretty straightforward. I like it. I like the way that it looks, but it's this path you have to follow or else... Oh, the floor gives way, right. The floor gives way, and then there's death gas underneath. Yep. There is a tank of stuff to help you, and there are a few plants you can eat, but that tank is limited, and you could fall in this death thing a whole lot of times. Right. There is a pattern on the ceiling that you can sort of follow, but it's my understanding from that picture that once you put in your glow stick, Mm -hmm. that that ceiling should light up and should show you the path. But when I did it, I didn't see any glowing path. Me, me neither. I had to just follow and judge, like, roughly, okay, I'm there, I need two more squares forward. Right, but it doesn't, it's very easy to misjudge what is two or it, what it, is three. It is, it is, yeah. But if you tiptoe across, you can trigger the platform to fall, but actually not fall with it. I wasn't I wasn't able to get it to do that, yeah, so just, like, maybe inch, I need to inch, inch. go even slower. Yeah. But once I figured out how to do it, it was okay, but it should have... All right, so I, because I didn't see it glowing... I was also wasting my glow fluid thinking that it was temporarily locking them in place and then I could try to run across. Uh, So I wasted three goes on that theory (laughs) because how else would I have known? And then finally I looked at the ceiling and I saw this is what is supposed to be happening. In the image in the after credits, it's glowing like daytime (laughs) on the floor. It's probably just concept art, man. Maybe, you know. But that... Exactly, that's what they wanted to do, yeah. But maybe they thought that's too obvious. Let's make it harder. Let's let's, let's really annoy Justin. Yeah, it's harder, (laughs) but now it just feels like you're kind of cheating a little bit. We get to the end, we hop up the platforms. This imagery here is pretty crazy. When you get what you're going for, I forget, what are we going for here then? Um, it's It's another part of the vault door that you get at the end of this. When you pick that up, you look around and... There's just ghosts everywhere, right? Yeah. That's so crazy. You, yeah, you teleport back, right? Yeah. And this is where I got very angry in my notes. I'm like, why is that warning there? I came back. What is that all about? All right. Okay. So So that must have been, it must have been this one then that 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 happened. So this is the, this is the boat ride where we go to the next valley. So the next thing I have here is an animation where the life warden is looking for the death warden finds his body and ghost death comes out and this is where i said there's a lot of walking through tunnels and stuff before this yeah and you have to light bowls of oh wait wait sorry i think i'm i think i'm getting ahead of myself let's go back yeah so basically the next part is you get uh, you, you get a boat ride and you is this where we're going to death island not yet 
This, okay. is, this is where we're going to the mirror, the mirror island, basically. Um, so yeah, you get on another boat ride. Uh, you roll a rock off of a thing and break a bridge. And yes, and you said you swam. I swam. So I, was, I even wrote it in my uh, in my notes. This time I took the boat, but I remember for some reason but I don't know why. This, but I was is, like, this is to Death Island. Oh, is it? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Oh, wait, no, no, Death Island is first. Death Island is before the Mirror Island. Of course it is, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so, yeah, so I was like... You swim oh, all the way. I don't know why. I was like, oh, I should explore. I've got this thing where, I, like, it's th- like this, this Skyrim thing was like, I've got to do everything before I get that third shout because I don't want the game to advance, you know? Or I don't even want to get the... Fr- you don't even go to meet the Greybeards. You do... You're the thane of everywhere and you're still nobody, you know, because you don't want that first dragon to appear. You're doing every single side quest... And I was the same. I was like, ah, there must be some stuff to explore. Oh, I can actually swim in this place. Oh, I'll swim. And I swam and swam and swam and explored. I spent hours swimming through this. And Is this the boat trip where there's two paths? I don't, can't remember. Can't remember. There's one boat trip. It's either this one or obviously the, the other one. one <laughs> where there are two paths, but they go the same place. Just so like, there's, Yeah, there's no point in having that. Um, but yeah, I swam the way. Don't do that. Don't be stupid like me. Just no, I jumped get back down, on the boat. I jumped down to the bridge just to make sure it wasn't a shard at the other end or something. But right. then I swam back. So yeah. I swam about a minute. You must have swam I about swam, an hour. Uh, yeah. I, I, it probably was an hour with all the zigging backwards and forwards to the, to the banks and stuff, trying to get out somewhere. And then I got to a point, I remember getting to a point where I was like, I could just go back and get the boat. But I was like, nah, but I'm probably already there. No, no, no. It kept on going, kept on going. Were you able to actually get out of the water? Yeah, yeah, okay. you get out at the end. You swim all the way to that pier and then you, you get out on Death Island. It's like, wow, all right, well, I swam it. Is there an achievement for that? No, you are dumb. <laughs> get in the boat. Um, but yeah, you arrive and your job is like, this is like, I don't know, I wrote down for some reason, it's your job is to Blair Witch it around this zone, activating blue flames. Yeah. That's pretty much it. They give you some very obvious tapestry clues. Yeah. That that is what you're supposed to do. It's really irritating, though. It's... Death just seemed to be on top of me all the time. Yeah, you're always running. Um, and and I think that's... I don't know. They're kind of up in the pace. They're like, oh, before it was like a little bit of a jump scare. Now it's like a little bit of dread. Like, you hear the music. You know he's coming for you. You're like, where's the blue, where's the blue circle? You know, you've got to get into that safe zone. Again, it's... It didn't take too long to get through. I died a few times in this in this part, but on the whole part, you just need four flames, and then you're done. So at this point, you get past death. This is where there's the animation of the people happy, but the death guest appears, and the council appears to leave them to die. Right. Here's where we have a ton of mirror puzzles. It's an interesting level. I kind of like it. I like the way it looks, definitely, but the way it plays... I'm not so sure that I do. I like the idea of getting this light from beginning to end and you have to make that same light go through many puzzles. But the puzzles to me are not that interesting. They're not. They're not. That's the problem with this is I thought this part was going to be a bit Talos principle and the levels are pretty again, but it seems like it's a lot of busy work in this level. It's just there's not much thought to it because... Well, you basically a, just have to aim it at the next mirror. At something. And you just zip it around. And there, yeah, there are those ones that you can angle up and down as well as left and right. So you've got like a more of a two-dimensional plane to work, or a three-dimensional plane to work with rather than just like left and right. Whereas left and right, you're just like looking for the next mirror. Oh, there it is. 
and it's bouncing off in the wrong way. I go over there. Okay, now bounce it around again. Oh, there it is over there. It doesn't take a lot of thought, really. No, you're basically just trial and error. The best, the best puzzle, the best way that that worked was the part where you were on one side of a door and you had to, you could open that door, but once you went inside, the door would shut. And so you had to reroute everything around the outside into a divider, which would then open it from the inside. And then you had, it was constantly open, so you could go between. That required some thought, but everything else was quite meh. That two-way mirror was pretty clever. I would like to see that used in other games as well. But yeah, overall, it was just a bit of what mirror don't I need? That seemed to be the biggest puzzle was they give you more mirrors than you need. Which ones do you skip? It was very just trial and error, basically. You get to the end of that and the giant glass what I refer to as an egg, but it, it basically looks more like a flower, really. It so it's probably like a meant to be egg. A, yeah, it blossoms, and there you get your next piece. Where you this takes you back, right? Is this the last piece that we need? Oh, we get we 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 do get another. This is where we get the uh, slideshow of the who I'm going to now refer to as the wife uh, as the uh, not the wife. Uh, she's not the wife. She's his <laughs> sister. Sorry, she's the wife of the hunter. Yeah. <laughs> Is she? Yeah, I think so. I think I think so. Okay, I don't think it's important. It I do important. think you're filling in the gaps, but I will just let you have that one because um, of how not important it is. Um, so the sister finds Raven Man. He's dead. Um, she goes to resurrect him. She like basically puts like all the yellow crystals around him, and then poof, he becomes the ghost uh, who we've come to love in the recent part of this game. And this is where. In my notes, I said, is this supposed to be a surprise? It's it's pretty obvious who this ghost is, considering it's the same shape. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think it was a huge reveal, but I think maybe just showing you... Is like, it a reveal confirming? that... Is it... Well, I guess. Is this a reveal that you can create ghosts? Is that what's happening? In your theory, I just thought the ghosts were just appearing, but... We're back while we're in the final crypt, and... This is this is the end. This is when we get into the vault, basically. Right. Yeah. This is the skull room, right? Yeah. This is the only room, the only area where I got the lighting fire achievement because it was pretty easy. There's not much to explore. I was a bit worried that I was going to run out of glow juice, but I did find I had enough. Followed the ghost of the Death Warden to his body. Didn't really wander around this room. Did you wander around this room? A bit, yeah. Is there anything to see or do? Not really. Just like old papers and stuff. I I walked up to look at his body and it immediately cutscened me onto the platform, I think. Oh, really? Or I accidentally hit the button. Maybe. Because I think you got to hit like a button to lie down. And so that happened. And I went, oh, wait. Or maybe you pressed the button to examine him and he's like, oh, lie down. Okay. Might be the same button. Yeah. I went, oh, this is. That was sooner than I wanted, but that's okay. So we go in and here's where we get to see everything. So we are in a, what I refer to as ghost world. So everything is white except for the stone. Ghost death is here, but kind of evaporates. We have to follow some stones across the empty whiteness. A tapestry that shows light and dark connected by an umbilical cord in what I refer to as a Venn diagram. Yeah. We essentially realize that they are twins. They're twins, yeah. And their whole life seems to mirror each other in some way. We see them playing as kids, studying, growing. They earn their positions. And this is where I was mentioning to you earlier that I do think the Death Warden is part of the council because it's the same symbol, the same robe, the same ceremony, and it's happening at the same time. We get a bit of 
story retold to us again where we're shown death making the light tubes again and he's angry about the special fruit uh we see him being taken away and in this time chained and the hunter not the red fish warden as i was calling him the hunter kills the death warden for his light tube because the death warden's is broken or empty well before that they have a fight don't they because the the hunter comes in and tries to give the death warden the the magic fruit to make him live yeah because the, the death warden by this point is getting on he's getting on he's aging and the warden the 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 hunter is like eat this and the death warden's like get out of my face no no eat it get out of my face and so in frustration he eventually like ends up killing him just out of anger is it though all right here's my suspicion the death warden did something to prevent them making more or because of the death gas they weren't able to make more there is a point where they weren't going to be able to keep drinking the fluid to stay young well, that's exactly what i'm talking about you're we're on the same page here it's like he's not doing it because he likes him like i mean he's doing it because death warden is the smart one and he's like you you're dying you need to eat this now because we need you to make more of this oh, okay um and so the, when the Death Warden refuses, his rage takes over and he maybe, you know, bashes him over the head a bit too hard. And then, oops, I just killed our solution, like, to the problem. We return to the crypt and the Death Warden's body it releases the uh, fish piece or the arrow piece. We return to the hourglass room. This is the last piece. So finally, the giant disc door moves. There are two gates with the same light tube control. So you have to choose which ending you want. You can actually go in and see images and kind of get an idea of what the ending will be. Yeah, and you can go back and retcon it. If you've saved it. Yeah. <laughs> I chose the one on the right. That is the one where she gets into a boat and leaves. Sayonara. And this is where the achievement is beyond the valley. And that's where I'm saying she's actually left the valley. So I think the whole rest of the game is still in the valley. The other side, you see images of people being resurrected. And that's exactly what happens you get to see people resurrected they restart civilization again and but they just go back to the same old thing of like course they're just they do. mining away poisoning themselves and the cycle will complete itself again but if you close all of the so you got the ending where it's like them smelting all the stuff again and working in the the, the, the only difference is if you close all of the lids everything's very peaceful. They're living like it looks like they're living a more natural life again. They're not. They're not. They're not producing the 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 the, the berries of youth anymore. But if you leave the smelters open, if you don't close them, then it's, the gas uh, chamber is lit again. Yeah, that's the one that I got. That's pretty much it. Um, but yeah, so two ending. Well, there's actually there's actually four endings. I I've only got three of them. Like I don't know what the fourth one is. Well, there must be one for finishing the mosaic. That'll be the one that I don't have, probably. Yeah. I mean, there must be something to make it worthwhile. I would hope so. Let me talk just real quick about the game before you really... Is there more theory you want to throw out? No, I've got just a couple of okay. things. Okay. Well, let me, let me do my just stuff about the game overall. I don't like the vague map. I don't feel personally, if we're going to call this a puzzle game, there aren't enough puzzles. And the puzzles that I did typically felt too easy and the other ones i just don't even know what i'm supposed to be doing so there's kind of a a huge difference in the types of puzzles they're either very very easy 
or they're just very vague. And I don't know if you found that. You're very close. You must have done most of the puzzles. Well, like I said, I've got most of the shards because they're just lying around. No, some of them you have to solve puzzles to get. So there was the water one where you have to get the water level to the right yeah. point. Yeah. Um, there is a puzzle where you have to do all the torches and every time you light a torch... One it, goes out. Yeah, it's well, like... Well, the, the ones on the other the, side the, the, will the turn other side on or yeah. turn off depending on what you're doing. That one was easy. Very easy. Those I understood, but the pillar one I don't understand. There's another one that's in kind of a pond where there are weird lights with arrows, but I couldn't quite uh, figure yeah, out how I, to make I, that work. I did that one, but I don't remember what I did. It's the pillars one I'm missing because I haven't even found that. I don't even know where They're it is. They're very close to each other, so I'm kind of surprised yeah, you I, didn't, I, I see didn't even see it. Man. This really is more about exploration, and for me, I found it a bit hard to navigate, particularly because of the map. Right. The story is good, but I felt... For the most part, it was a bit obvious. I think that it it's not exactly a new story. It's just a new way of telling it. Not bad, but not super exciting. I mean, the, the biggest twist is that they're twins, but that doesn't really matter at all to the story, I don't mm. think. Death was super annoying. Like you said, if you hang around one area too long, death is going to come and get you. If I'm standing there trying to figure out a puzzle, I'm going to be standing there. So that shouldn't happen. That shouldn't come attack me. And the way it attacks is just so the whole world goes dark. And it's a good imagery, but it just seemed like I would run and then it would happen again and then I'd run and it happened again. It just again. The control gets taken away from you. I mean, it's obviously a budget problem. Like, it was just an easy fix. Like, how can we do this? You know, we don't want to actually have you actively fight him and stuff. We can't, we don't have the resources for it. Like, what can we do? A little cutscene, then you wake up a bit dazed. Good things, though, for me, visually stunning, like just really, really good. If you do like exploring, this is a great game for you. There just wasn't enough payoff for the exploring for me. It's not about resource hoarding. You basically, you have enough of the vials around. It's also got beautiful sound and music. It's a game where no language is needed, and I do like that. I think we do need a bit more of that. It does mean that at times we're going to be arguing about the story because it's not very explicit, but maybe that's a good thing. Maybe we don't have to That's why have we do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe we don't have to be spoon-fed stories. And I think that the way they did the animations was very simple, was very beautiful. It worked very well. I would like to see this kind of storytelling in more games. That's pretty much it. So, But the important part is the beginning, like you said, when you wake up. So like you wake up, this is obviously... We're last to wake up, right? And the really cool thing is if you look up, it's almost like an alarm clock in the room where it's full of that yellow liquid that just obviously has been dribbling down. And maybe it takes it takes like, I don't know, I'm going to say hundreds of years have passed. Like how long do you think have passed in the game? Because everything is in absolute tatters. There's fully like bone, bone bleach skeletons. Yes. But there are scraps of cloth on some of them. That's what I'm saying. It's not... Like it seems to me that the ones that left outside are completely gone but the ones indoors they've still got like scraps and leather belts and stuff so i don't know I mean, i'm not a forensic scientist so i mean we'll get grissom in and he can analyze it but well there's a there's an old reference i don't even know if that's still going who was the one that was crushed i think he was the time guy i think it was the time the time lord <laughs> um, um i'm not sure i did take a screenshot of, of this maybe i can find them and put them up here but so what was the point of that then that they knew that life was ending and so this was a way to 
come back in time? I think so. So basically what I think is they thought, okay, if we all go into hibernation, then maybe the gas will just solve itself and it'll dissipate and it'll disappear. And then what will happen is this will drip down over time and then it will light up one of our chambers and then one of the wardens will awaken and then he'll go and do some stuff. Obviously, the first, well, the, the time warden or whoever, whichever warden, he got crushed. So he's done. He's dead. That leaves us with with five, well, four wardens, yeah? Um, the other warden we saw who reached the vault door, he's dead, putting his stone into the into the vault door, yeah? You saw him. Sorry, there are seven wardens total. Oh, there's seven. Okay. If so, you include the death warden, there are seven right. total. And that would explain why there's only six um, in that chamber, because the death warden was obviously exiled by this point. Um, so, yeah, so a warden wakes up, checks it out sees what's going on, he's dead. One's crushed, he's dead. The other guy makes it to the vault, he's dead. So we've got one, two, dead. The hunter, he's in his in that other chamber, he's already dead, we know that. And so, yeah, we're like the last hope. And so we wake up and, you know, we, we don't solve, well, we do solve it. That's the whole point of the game, isn't it? So, and whatever we decide is how the story ends. Do, do we do, do we close all the things and say that's off limits? Although I don't really understand, if you close the, if you close the smelters, they can surely just go back in and open them up again. I don't know why. I guess it's more of a moral decision. Like, you're the warden. You're the boss now. You're like, dudes, you're not allowed to open that. If you do, you get your hands chopped off or something like that. Um, so, um, but I don't think she would do that because she's like the, she's basically the, the priest of Shalia, isn't she? I don't understand. I don't understand the death warden. I feel he's like... A, he's a wild card. Yeah, I don't, I don't well, get Well, I don't understand the job because of some of the animations and the way they worked. They sent him a body, he buried it in goo. If it's a live person, as you suggest, and they're just trying to preserve this person, wouldn't that person have walked? I mean, to I guess, get he's, into I guess he's sick, so they're, they're carrying him in, you know? Maybe, but they didn't have any symbols or way of drawing him no. where he looks sick, whereas they had done that before. So that's where I get very confused. And for me, I was under the theory for a while there that this is a rejuvenation that the death warden takes them when they die put them in their chamber but in their civilization somehow they can be reborn later and that the death warden is well and that the life warden that we have woken up as has been reborn well i mean either way it still works it's it's still it's more or less the same thing bad news is that if you're not one of the villagers that got the rejuvenation places <laughs> like because there's one point where you see them trying to like beat down the door they've all got pickaxes and stuff and they're just like all those bodies outside the second one that we find where like the mass one for the people that's the huge hourglass chamber yeah yeah and it's like yeah it's like obviously some serious carnage went down here and uh yeah those poor guys were just left to die by everyone like only the the best and brightest were allowed on board the ark kind of thing so tough luck guys see you later i do have something that is a bit different mm-hmm. i don't understand the achievement percentages okay because i know that you have discussed this before you're a bit obsessed with how many people have beaten the game i find it really interesting yeah there is an achievement for discover the story of the past Mm -hmm. there's an achievement for beyond the valley where she gets in the boat right and there's an achievement for awakening the people those are both around 10 percent awakening the people beyond the valley Right. Discover the story of the past happens from that bit where you go into the memories of the Death Warden. Okay. And the ghost world. That happens before you get to the end. Mm -hmm. You can't get to the end without it. That's at 8%. How can that possibly be less than the endings? 
because there's no way to skip it. Yeah, that's odd. It's very odd. <laughs> that's so funny. just an odd thing I noticed that I think maybe maybe these numbers aren't as accurate as we would hope they would be. Well, that pretty much proves that they aren't. <laughs> good, good sleuthing, Justin. Um, yeah, because you'd expect that to be 12% or, you know, something. It can't be less than the actual end game. Unless there is a way to skip it. I don't, but I really don't think there is. All right, well, that's definitely more gaps. <laughs> more gaps filled or more what? Gaps filled or more gaps created. Uh, <laughs> more gaps filled. <laughs> Less gaps filled. <laughs>